Merry Christmas, Koinonia. We are in the middle of our Joy for Christmas series. During today's message, you may hear a video or some worship music. We invite you to engage with it wherever you are. At the end of the message, there will be a short moment to reflect by saying, God, in light of what I've heard today, what are you speaking to me? Whether you're in your car, making dinner, or out on a run, we want you to receive the gift of joy for Christmas this year. Enjoy the message. That was such a good song. We are all eager to celebrate it. That the angels came with great news. Have you got that verse memorized yet from over the Christmas season as we've been looking at it? It's been our theme verse for the whole month of December, hasn't it? Luke 2 Verse 10, the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all people. And that's where we're coming to focus in on this morning is the part about for all people. We have been already talking about the very first week, do not be afraid. The angels came and declared that. Do not be afraid. And that's good news for us because we don't want fear to be a part of our worlds, our lives, 2020 any longer. We want fear to be gone, right? And so then we came to the next part of good news. And Pastor Nathan brought that message out to us last week that there is good news. And the good news is found in verse 11. Today in the town of David, a Savior was born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And that truly is good news for all of us. And as we stepped into this series throughout the month of December, the main point is for us to know that all of this good news brings to us great joy. Great joy. Do you you need some joy in your life? (laughs) I know I do. Every day I want to have a joy-filled life. I don't want it to be something temporary. I want it to be something that's going to last and impact and carry me through not just the day, but the week. And not just the week, but the month. And not just the month, but the season and beyond that. And that's why when I hear there's a message of, that brings great joy, I want to plug into that. I desire, I hope for our church to plug into that. Because I do believe we live within a world that is longing for great joy. We covered, as I said on the first week, do not be afraid. And we talked about how fear can rob us of joy. Fear can steal our joy away. And then the next week we looked at good news and what can take away, what can rob us of joy there is bad news. When we get bad news, we have the tendency to step in and be defeated and and just, oh, there's bad news. And Pastor Nathan, that's why he said, well, I'm going to give you the bad news, but then let me give you the good news. Because the good news is where we find within it the great joy that doesn't end and doesn't expire. And then we come to where we are today, and we're going to look at the very last part of that verse. Is this good news that will bring great joy is for all people, for all people and for all time. And that's why I've given it the title this morning, For All the People and All the Time. And you may ask, as you hear me say that, how is there that much joy that could be for all people and for an endless, endless time span? 
so it doesn't expire or run out. Well, think about it in this way. We're in the season of gift-giving, aren't we? Or if you haven't caught on to that, Christmas is just a few days away. And it's a little different giving gifts this year as we, as we can enter into Christmas. Sometimes we have to send the gift uh, through a delivery service. Maybe we can't hand-deliver it. Maybe we're not going to be there when the person opens the gift. But what we do know is receiving gifts and giving gifts can bring us joy. It can be an exciting emotion. Because you, you just look forward to the person unwrapping it, pulling it open, and seeing something that you purchased specifically for them. And then it's always fun to watch somebody get something that they're waiting for, right? If you haven't watched the reactions of people receiving gift, just search it. Just look that up, Best Gift Reactions on the internet. And it's so fun to watch the videos of, of those kids who cry when they open the gift. And, oh my gosh! You know, and, and then, and then there's, they jump up and down and they're speechless. And they're just like, you know, it is fun to watch people receive a gift. But if we give a gift that has a temporary lifespan, the emotion that goes with it is going to match it. And the emotion is going to run out at, maybe before the gift uh, runs out in, in its use. Or maybe the emotion's going to fade away even before the gift gets broken, because often gifts can get broken. Or maybe they expire as far as fads and traditions. And, and so a temporary gift evokes temporary emotions and responses. But what we're talking about today in this verse of Luke 2, this good news that is a gift of God for all people for all time, it is the greatest news that God has ever given And if God's the giver of this gift, then you know it has an eternal value to it. It's something that does not expire. We're used to expiry dates, right? We look at the best before date. and Should we consume this? It's been in the fridge how long? And We're used to sales that that are over after Boxing Day or after Boxing Week. And we're used to things that just don't stick around forever. So we might have to do a little bit of shift in our mind when we come to God and his, his purpose of gift giving. Because I'm here to tell you that God's good news that is found in Jesus Christ is for all people for all time. It, it, it is not expired. It is still readily available this year for Christmas. This year right here, right now, today, God's gift is still available. How do I know this? you may say, because God, in giving his gift, only did it once in all of history. One time, he gave this gift, and he pulled out all the stops in order to bring this gift, like he brought the angels to be a part of this announcement, right? He, he delivered it to shepherds who were more considered lowly on the uh, job scale, but he also brought it to kings and queens He pulled out choirs of angels to deliver this message to mankind. God only needed his son, Jesus, to come one time to be the all-time gift. Jesus only needed to come as a savior one time to be the all-time savior. The cross and the sacrifice that Jesus offered of himself only needed to be done once for all time, for the forgiveness of sins. Therefore, this good news that I'm talking about, that brings great joy, 
is for all people for all time. And today, I want all of us to understand just how big this news is and how far-reaching this news is that God has brought to us. So what I've done to illustrate this over the course of the weekend, did a little thinking and playing with some grains of rice. And I did a little bit of math work to see if I could put the two together to illustrate what does for all time, for all people look like. So let me show you this on the, the picture on the screen. We're going to this morning say that one grain of rice equals 100,000 people. Okay? One grain of rice. So therefore, 10 grains of rice still doesn't look like a whole lot, but it equals 1 million people, okay? Is the math right so far? Okay, keep giving me a little bit of liberty with the math here and the grains of rice. It's just to bring some illustration. So if we then come to the time era when Jesus was born on this earth, it is guesstimated that there were, the population was 3 million people. So you can see 30 grains of rice, all right? And so we know then that when Jesus was born, and this good news that was for all people, the people who were there when Jesus was born, that it would, this good news would be to reach those three million people. But the good news is for all people for all time. So let's come to today's population numbers. And it's guesstimated that population of the earth right now is 7.5, 7.6 billion people. So we're going to need to pull out a, a few more grains of rice here, I think. If we're doing our math and our calculations here, and we look at 7.5 billion, that means, yeah, we need some more rice. That's going to equate to 75,000 grains of rice. And for those of you who are literal, you can come up afterward and, and count them, okay? <laughs> but but here, here's what we're looking at is 75,000 grains to represent 7.5 billion people. The good news for all people, 7.5 billion people, the good news is for. But I know some of you are thinking, but no, 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 it's not just the people who are alive right now, it's for all time, right? So if we back up a little bit and we look at the time of, okay, so Adam and Eve till now, how many people have been born that this good news is for, for all time? And, and looking literally at creation and timeline, if we back up 6,000 years and say, okay, Adam and Eve, approximately there, and how many people would be born between then and now? We're going to need some more rice. <laughs> We're looking at maybe 30 to 50 billion people have been born. But some might say to me, Brian, I, I don't uh, ascribe to you what the Bible interprets. I'm not a literal interpreter. Um, that's okay. God's good news can go with you wherever your math goes because his message is for all time and for all people. So when I did some more research and saying, okay, what's the non-biblical view look like of aging of things? And I heard the guesstimates that the number of people then, that people were born Mankind started maybe 50,000. Well, there's a disagreement in there. It could be 50,000 to 200,000 years ago. And so then, okay, so then I ask, well, what, how many people have been born if you do the math from then? And what we come to is a number of somewhere between 80 and 110 billion people have been born on the earth. So we're going to need some more rice. <laughs> 
So then I pulled out, okay, what does, how many does that equal in the grains of rice? And the numbers came out that it's going to equal about a million grains of rice to equal a hundred billion people. God's good news is for all people, all time. And then you're saying, but Brian, you're just doing the math based on the number of people up to today. <laughs> There's still kids that are being born today, right? There's still kids who are going to be born tomorrow, December 21st. There's still going to be kids born next year. So then my question is, how many grains of rice do we need between now and when Jesus comes? I, I think I hear the truck backing up right now. <laughs> The delivery truck is bringing us some more rice. Ushers, you're going to need to open the doors because we're going to need some more in here to see what's happening. Yeah. God's good news is for all people, for all time. That includes you and I that are listening right here and now, but some who are yet to be born until Jesus comes. This is how far-reaching God's good news is. This is how big his gift is for all. Peter wanted us to know this in the context of waiting and God's heart for all people. Peter says in chapter 3 of his second letter, God isn't late with his promise, as some measure lateness. He is restraining himself on account of every one of you, um, holding, back to the, holding back the end of time because he doesn't want anyone lost. He is giving everyone space and time to change. Because Jesus came for all people, for all time. For all the grains of rice that have come and gone before us, Jesus came. For all the grains of rice that are alive today, Jesus came. For all the grains of rice that are yet to be born, for all time and for all people. So... If you uh, take a little look in here, can you find yourself on this little grain of rice? <laughs> can I hold up just one little grain? You're probably not even going to see it if I could hold it up for you. If you were a grain of rice or one of 100,000 on a grain of rice, in the wheel time of the universe, are you starting to see that you matter to God? That he reaches down and says, I want you to experience life, my gifts, and my love. He's patient waiting for all people to come because he has this message of good news that will bring you great joy for the rest of your life. Have you thought about that before? Have you really thought about how far-reaching God goes to get his love and his message to your heart. It maybe causes you to just kind of drop your mouth open and go, whoa, for all people? For all time? Like the shepherds had some jaw-dropping moments when the angel came to communicate it to them. It's okay for your jaw to drop open when you're conceiving of God's far-reaching love. Kings and queens were known to bow before Jesus. Peasants were known to be welcomed into Jesus' presence because they were included. You and I are included to marvel that we are 
recipients of this gift that God has for us. Listen into Anastasia as she sings this next song about beholding God's gifts. darkest night when you're all alone when things aren't alright 
Lift your eyes and behold him. Feel the thrill of hope. You're not alone. In this moment, behold him. God's gift to us of good news, found in the Savior, Jesus Christ, was meant for our darkest nights and our brightest days, was meant for the here and the now, was meant for us to take us into all eternity with him. Many people have received this message already and just rest in beholding the glory of God in a daily relationship with him. Many people have said yes to Jesus and experienced what it's like to have forgiveness sweep over their hearts and wash away all sin. Many have experienced peace from receiving the gift of God, peace that can help us through even a crazy year like this one. Many people know the hope that is needed for today because it's found in God's gift through Jesus Christ. And I could talk about great joy endlessly because it is so great. And it's meant for us to experience when we say yes to God's gift. One of my all-time verses that I hang on to, a life verse, is when Jesus said, I came to give you life to the full. Or as another version says, life in abundance. And I want you to know that fullness of life can be experienced in everything of who Jesus Christ is. When you receive Jesus, God's gift, the Messiah, you get everything. You get the hope, the peace, the love, and the great joy. And it's not a temporary gift. It's not a seasonal gift. It's a gift that's meant for us to experience in our lives every day that we live. But there's an enemy of God that wants to rob you of that great joy. And today I'm here to tell you that he wants to rob you of that joy by bringing fear back in again. And I would say it's the fear of missing out on things, missing out on experiences. That enemy comes along to you on this little grain of rice with your 100,000 friends less yourself. (laughs) And that enemy whispers into your ear and he says, you'll never be found. You're one in a million that's going to be rejected and forgotten. That enemy wants to not just whisper, yet yell things into your ear to say, you've been dropped in life. Don't even think about trying to look for hope or for love or for God. Fear is, wants to come and rob you of the joy that God has for you in a relationship that is found in him. The fear of missing out can paralyze us, can't it? Students, those of you who junior high, going up to the secondary school uh, grade levels, what do you have a fear of missing out on? Has, Has a fear struck you that there must be parties happening this year and I'm missing out on them? Well, actually, there's not supposed to be parties happening. But the enemy would like to still cause you to fear that you're still missing out on them. Or maybe this year that you're missing out on relationships, friendships, that you've been unfriended and nobody's told you. And you have a fear of missing out on relationship. 
Or maybe it's the whole fad and clothing thing, and you're like, I just got to get to the mall, but they're closing, they're threatening lockdown of the mall. What if I don't get the latest clothes and, and to, to fit in with everybody? Or the fear it could be so crippling that you don't even want to show your face on your classroom Zoom call. Because the enemy says, you're ugly. You're not a part of this class. And he continues to speak lies out to you, students. Those are lies that the enemy wants to cripple you with. Adults, the enemy wants to whisper and yell in your ear as well. What do you have a fear of missing out on as an adult? It could be relationships and being unfriended. <laughs> Even when we grow up, we're still concerned of being left out of the groups of people. Or maybe it's a fear of, of the finance part that uh, the financial security that this year and stock markets going all over and even being laid off and all the talk about finances and economy, you have a legitimate fear that you're going to be left behind and left in poverty. Maybe you're just afraid that that better life will never find you because the enemy's been yelling at you so long that you can't shut his voice off. And that's what's crippling you. What, the lie, what lies do you hear being spoken in your ear right now? You're not valuable enough. You haven't done enough. God will overlook you amongst all the rest that are there. Those are lies. Because God came to bring his good news of great joy that is for you. That would bring not just joy, but forgiveness and hope and peace into your life. If anyone's listening in this morning and, and they're kind of new to me, you don't know me well, so you don't know if you can trust what I'm saying, I invite you to ask somebody else these questions after the service. You can stick around online and be a part of our Connect room. There's a Connect room and my friends Robin and Yvonne are going to be there. and You can go to them and ask questions and say, really, is God's good news that far reaching for me as well? Does he have great joy for my life. Don't just go away and wonder by yourself. Don't go away and spiral. But go to God and say, God, I need answers. Direct me to somebody who I can talk to because I want to experience If this great news is for me. I want to experience it every day of my life. Don't settle for less. We're going to go back into some worship this morning. And the team's going to lead us in a song called Reckless Love. And it might seem like a bit of an odd title. But the message within this song is that God stops at nothing to get his love to you. God was looking at you even before you were born, and he wanted to sing and just pour joy over you. Even before you took your first breath, <laughs> when you were still the size of a little grain of, of, of rice, before you could breathe, God wanted to breathe his life in you. Nothing stops God from chasing you down to bring you his good news, his great love through Jesus Christ.